Hello, James Garland. This is Paul Phelps, 1014 Anderson. I don't appreciate the God. Hey, contract was closed out February 17th. No void. It is not renewed. You don't go on my God property and do what you want to do. I'll get your I don't have to say you got Get that towel back. I'll beat your God heads in. Four, two, three, six, seven, nine, nine, six, seven, eight. Make your God Don't go on my property. I'll kill you. The real estate world is changing. Opportunity is everywhere. It has never been so easy to connect, share, and bring people together. We're learning from others and finding the very best in ourselves. Challenging our beliefs, overcoming our fears, transforming ourselves so we can transform our business. This is Investor Creator. Hey guys, Brad here with another episode of Investor Creator. And if you are not already awake, I assume that you are awake now because that was the voicemail that we just received uh, yesterday on a transaction that has gone a little bit sideways. And so let me just kind of fill you in on the deal. Basically, this lead came in the very beginning of February. And so we put it under contract, kind of the, the scenario, uh, the seller was moving out of state. And so he had this property that he was in the middle of renovating. It looked like he was not an expert craftsman. And so he was really in over his head when it comes to the rehab and we got a pretty good deal on it. So we were paying, I believe 30,000 cash on this deal and it needs about 30 to 40 K worth of repair to take it to 150 to maybe 165 exit. So really healthy profit on this. We had maybe 60 or 70,000 in net cash uh, as a profit on this. And so here's kind of the scenario. So we put it under contract at the beginning of February. We ended up pulling title. And so the legal description on the deal was a little bit off. Okay. It was an outdated legal description. And for those that don't know, anytime that that happens, all that means is that you do not have an insurable title. So you don't get title insurance if there's an old legal description. And so it's a really easily solved issue. You just have to get a survey. And so the surveyor will go out, uh, survey the property, put in new stakes. They may do some flags, but they're going to give you an updated legal description that you then record. And at that point, you have an, an insurable title. Okay. Not a big deal. So James, my acquisition guy, he called the seller and said, hey, you know, this is what we've run into. We're going to have to push closing back maybe two or three weeks because here's the surveyor schedule. And, you know, this is kind of the timeline. Just wanted to let you know. He was 100% amiable at that point. Said, yeah, totally understand. Uh, I've been in real estate for a long time. And so I've had these kinds of things happen. So you guys just let me know when you're ready. Great. We're set. Now, guys, keep in mind, in my contract, we have a closing date. So it said closing date of February 17th or seven days after any objection to title has been cured, whichever is later. So we have an automatic extension in our contract if we have a judgment that pops up on title or if we have a legal description issue, anything 
that's squirrely on title that takes more time. We just have an automatic extension. So we didn't have to go back to the seller and get an updated amendment, changing the closing date or anything like that. All that's already done. Okay. Fast forward to about three or four days ago, we're ready to close. The title company is reaching out to him and saying, hey, uh, Mr. Phelps, we're ready to close. You know, can we get together on this? And he is nowhere to be found. Okay. We try to get in touch with him as a company. I try, James tries, uh, title company tries, nobody can get this guy to surface. And so at this point, I'm feeling not 100% great about how this is going. Like generally speaking, there's a reason why people ghost you. And really, because I've actually talked to this guy one time, I thought, you know, maybe he has the COVID virus. Like maybe he's sick or God forbid, got into a car accident, something like that. Well, no, he's alive and well, and he has lots of energy and anger. So uh, we filed a memorandum of contract. For those that don't know, a memorandum of contract basically is a lien on the property that has, uh, it doesn't have a monetary figure or anything like that. It's just basically a lien that says that there's a contract on the property. And so we filed a memorandum of contract. I got that done. My attorney reaches out to him. And so guys, keep in mind, my attorney that was handling this, he's not a bulldog attorney. He's a title attorney. He's a really nice guy, a good friend. And I'm sure the conversation went something like this. The voicemail that my attorney left the seller said something like, hey, you know, we're trying to close. You haven't surfaced. And so to protect our interest, we filed a memorandum. And so um, just let me know when you're ready to close and we're happy to close. Something like that. Okay. Uh, this is a voicemail that we received. So uh, I'm going to play it one more time because I think it's that epic. And guys, uh, we did try to beep out the language, but apologize if you're able to put uh, two and two together. So here we go. Hello, James Garland. This is Paul Phelps, 1014 Anderson. I don't appreciate the God. Hey, contract was closed out February 17th. No and it is not renewed. You don't go on my god property and do what you want to do. I'll get your I don't have to say you got Get that towel back. I'll beat your god heads in. 423-609-9670. Make your god press. Don't go on my property. I'll tell you. Man, can you believe that people, number one, have that kind of energy at night, but secondly, like get that upset about things. Like I'm literally trying to pay this guy 30,000 in cash. Like he has the property free and clear. I'm trying to abide by the agreement. And so what I want to submit to you today is that people are going to get upset at you at times and it has nothing to do with you. Like I literally, I look back and I want to take hundred percent responsibility for everything that I possibly can. And so I look at this and it's like, at any point in the transaction, could we have done anything differently that could have kept this from happening? And I really, you know, I've gone through it a few times. I really don't think that there's anything that we could have done. My suspicion is that he wants more money for the property. He is probably talking to other buyers at this point. And so now that we have this memorandum filed, he's trying to throw what effectively is a, a three-year-old hissy fit uh, as a, what I assume is a middle-aged man and trying to get his way you know, and threatening and all of this stuff. And it's like, ah, we're 100% not interested in those kinds of things. So, um, but I don't take it personally. And so that's what I want to talk to you about. Guys, don't take people like this personally. There's nothing that we could have done. And even if we had messed up a little bit, it certainly doesn't warrant this kind of anger and this extreme 
of a response. And so you're going to have times when people don't like what you've done. You're going to have times when people want to get out of contracts that they shouldn't be able to get out of, like this is life. And so uh, don't take it personally. Remember that this business is not for the faint of heart. It's for the thick skinned at times. And so I, I don't know if this is like a really good response from my end, but I think it's just hilarious. Like I've listened to this voicemail probably four or five times today and I'm like, good Lord, like what would have to happen in my life for me to get that upset? And outside of something happening to my children or my wife or a couple more close family members or friends, like literally nothing could get me that upset. Like somebody stole my car. Cool. Like that's what insurance is for. Like the other day we had a house in Birmingham that we, um, not Birmingham, in Montgomery, Alabama, that we heard had been shot up with uh, bullet holes. It's like, oh, well, you know, that's what insurance is for. Guys, don't sweat the small stuff. You know, it's like, if things like this, these kind of minor issues get you so upset, like you literally need bigger problems in life. So I liken it to this. Like if you're in traffic and somebody cuts you off and you have a terrible day because of that, like you need bigger problems in life. Like I'm literally to the point in my life where if I go to a top end restaurant and I order a steak medium rare and they bring me well done chicken, I eat the chicken. It's like, who cares? Like hundred percent fine. Like I'm in a nice place, have a nice meal around great people. Like not a big deal. So guys, don't sweat the small stuff. Focus on your goals. Don't let people like this ruin your day or ruin your week. Like I, I think a lot of people, especially newer people would look at this and, and really take it personally. And really, it would really, I think for a lot of people derail them from what they're doing. And so don't let that stuff happen. This guy's throwing what effectively is a hissy fit that a three-year-old I would uh, expect with not so colorful language, hopefully, but not from a, a middle-aged man. So anyway, thought you guys would enjoy that. Uh, uh, makes for great content because we're actually doing this business and we have these things happen and this is real life. So uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. You guys take care, buy some good houses. We'll catch you next time. Happy investing.